0: The Fibber, McGee, and Molly Show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber, McGee, and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. There is a problem confronting the American school system. Unless action is taken now, your child may be the victim of overcrowded schools, inadequate teaching, and a lack of facilities. This fall sees the highest school enrollment in America's history. In the next five years, more than five million additional pupils will be enrolled in our schools. This means we must provide 128,000 additional elementary school teachers and 350,000 additional classrooms. If we do not begin to train these teachers and build these classrooms right now, the increased enrollment will plunge our schools into a chaotic situation. One way in which you can make certain that your child's career is not crippled by faulty preparation is by joining and working with your local civic school group. See to it that your community appropriates enough money for educational purposes. Encourage young people to prepare for the teaching profession. It's up to all of us to help improve the schools. Good citizens everywhere are helping. and prowler scare in Wistful Vista has had a lot to homeowners checking their doors and windows. Here's one, for instance, giving his front door lock a looking over right now.
1: Let the dance. Screws are looser than a bushel of feathers. Latches shot. Yep, that lock's got to go, that's all. In fact, I should have done that Can't long. The dorm- where were you? I wasn't anywhere, Molly. I was just checking this front door lock. It's wore out.
2: Did you just discover that, sweetheart?
1: No, I've been meaning to put a new lock on this door for months. I'm going down to the hardware store right now and pick out a good, strong lock.
2: Fine, I'm going down to the beauty shop in a few minutes myself. You want me to drive you past the hardware store?
1: No, I'd like you to drive me right to the hardware store if it's all the same to you. Okay. And before I forget it, isn't tonight the night we'd ask Doc Gamble over to play Canessa? Right. I'm going to pick
2: up some salted nuts and things on the way home because the doctor likes to snack.
1: You said it. A snack to that guy is 40 pounds of
2: peanuts.
1: (laughs) Get something that ain't greasy, will you? Because Doc Gamble, a bowl of nuts, and a deck of cards is a horrible combination. (laughs) Go back the car out with you, and I'll get my hat.
2: Isn't it a beautiful day for a drive downtown, McGee?
1: Better keep your eyes on the road, kiddo. You know how dangerous it is with those crazy women drivers. Oh, I don't don't mean you. I I got no worries about your driving. Thank you. Better watch your speed. It's 25 along here, you know.
2: I'm going 20. Oh.
1: Well, you better step it up a little. You get tickets for going too slow, too, you know. You're very thoughtful.
2: We turn here for the hardware store, don't we? Yeah,
1: make a left turn. Look out
2: for that car. Are you all right? Of course. He wasn't even close. Now, turn loose of the wheels.
1: Huh? Oh. Oh, sure. Didn't notice I had it. Sorry. You handle the driving. I won't say another word. A lot of guys would keep it up. You know that. If this was Mark Toots and you were Mabel, he'd be hollering at every corner. Pointing out the traffic lights to you. He's awful. Luckily, I don't have to do that with you. You're alert. You undoubtedly see that red light up ahead there.
2: Three blocks ahead. And
1: I don't have to tell a careful driver like you that the way to make a smooth stop is to start slowing down right now. Do I?
2: No, dearie.
1: I don't worry about your drive, Molly. After all, I talk to myself.
2: Yes, dearie.
1: Nobody has to remind you to put your hand out when you stop, especially with that cop sitting on his bike over there with a book of tickets and a hungry look. McGee. Hmm?
2: What do I do now? The light turned green.
1: Oh, 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 you know what to do, kiddo. Now you're joshing me. When the light is green, you just... Stop the car! Quick,
2: stop! What is it? What is it? Don't scream at me like that, McGee. The light is green. It scared me half to death. What happened?
1: I dropped my cigar down in the seat cushions. Heavenly day. I don't want to burn the upholster. Ah, here it is. Goodness sakes. You see? That's the thing about driving, the way traffic is these days. you got to be on your toes every minute, on account of because... Where are you
2: going? I'm going to get on my toes and my heels and walk to the beauty shop.
1: Well, if your own driving makes you nervous, okay. Although, personally, with you at the wheel, I feel as safe as a baby.
2: I'll get home all right. You keep the car. I'll see you later.
1: Okay, Tootsie. Ah, there goes a good kid. What the heck's the matter with her? Oh, well. I'll drive on down to the hardware store and pick up a lock for the front door, because her safety is the only thing
0: that matters. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. If you have $75, I know a man who can turn it into $134.68. And in less than 20 years. What's more, he never fails. Your money is always safe, your interest always guaranteed. Who is this man? His name is Uncle Sam, and his product is Improved Series E Savings Bonds. These Improved Savings Bonds now pay back $4 for every $3 you invest, and in less than 10 years. You can also hold your Series E Savings Bonds beyond maturity and earn even further interest. 3% interest compounded semi-annually for as long as 10 additional years. How's that for a sound investment? Well, then, why wait any longer? Let your dollars go to work for you now, earning extra dollars for your future. You'll discover. You'll feel more secure tomorrow if you invest in United States savings bonds today.
1: into the hardware store and get myself a good stout lock that'll... Well, 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 look who's here. The old family physician. Hi, Doc. Hello, sonny boy. What are you doing fumble-footing down Oak Street? Making a monthly collection of cigar butts? That was a very unasked-for remark, you big slander-slinger. I don't smoke butts and you know it. Then what's that inch and a half of ashes in the corner of your mouth? If that's not a butt, your tongue's on fire. Uh, And if you smoke that thing too puffed shorty, your nose will catch fire. Throw that stub away. You're getting to sound more like Molly every day, Doc. Well, I could do worse. What are you doing down in this neighborhood? At the moment, fat boy, I'm looking for the hardware store. Used to be one right along here, but I don't see it anywhere. Oh, you
0: know very well. You don't happen
1: to be standing in front of it, do you, Doc? Step aside a minute. Well, I'll be darned. There's the hardware store right behind you. No wonder I couldn't see it, Broadbeam. You had it covered like an awning. Very funny, Sonny. Come on, I'll go in with you. I need some things. Hey, you're coming over tonight to play canats, aren't you? I am that, my boy. (laughs) And I'll have a little surprise for you tonight, too. Surprise, huh? What you gonna do, play honest for a change? Because that would surprise the pants off. Oh, you're in fine form today, aren't you? funnier than an icy stairway at the old lady's home someday son hello doc
0: and what can i do for you oh
1: hi joe i'd like to look at some now wait
0: a minute butcher boy i was first oh i'm sorry sir i didn't notice you standing there it's all right joe that's the story of his life believe me (laughs) he's a friend of mine joe
1: mr mcgee and i say friend only because it slipped out hi mr mcgee hi
0: i'll look around
1: a little bit joe I'd like to look at some locks, bud, for my front door.
0: Mm, you too, huh? Those burglaries around town this week really put us in the lock business. Uh, right over here, sir.
1: I want a good strong one that's not too hard to install. And... Oh,
0: there's our whole stock, sir. All we have left, take your pick, $6 each.
1: Six bucks? My gosh, they look awful flimsy for six bucks, bud.
0: Well, they... Wait you... a minute. Here's
1: a big strong looking one. This lock ought to hold that front door of mine. Yeah. Oh,
0: gee, I'm sorry, sir. I can't sell you that one.
1: Why not? You told me to take my pick.
0: I know, but I forgot that lock was in there. It's not supposed now, to... Now,
1: wait a minute, Buster. Just a darn minute. You said take my pick, and this is my pick, and this is the lock I want.
0: But that lock is part of a shipment that... It been... works, don't it? Well, certainly it works. It's a brand new lock, but Oh, that...
1: I get it. Trying to stick me for more dough because it's a better lock than the others, eh? You said six bucks, and that's what I'm paying. And if you don't want the better business bureau... Then... Okay, sold. That's better. Here's your six bucks, and don't bother to wrap it. I'm not paying for any paper and string. Well, bargain hunter, did you get your luck? Yeah, finally. You want to watch out for your friend Joe here, Doc. He's a slick article. I'll see you tonight, huh? See you, Clark. <laughs> oh, I had a little razor back. I kept him on the shelf. And every time he turned around, he'd strop his little self. Oh, the monkey and the coconut. Hey, hey, aren't
2: you through with that lock yet? It's almost 8 o'clock.
1: Almost through, kiddo. It was quite a job. But boy, when I get through with this baby, this house is going to be safe. It should be. Yes, sir. Because I'm putting these screws in so tight that I'm reaming the tops off of them. Hmm. You couldn't get hold of one of these screws with a screwdriver if... (sighs) There. That does it. I hope so.
2: I asked the doctor to be here at 8, and... Hey, he
1: said he was going to bring a surprise tonight, too. Did he tell you what it was? No,
2: he just said a surprise.
1: Oh, well, his idea of a surprise is to change his necktie. (laughs) Just let me check this lock now, and then I'll set up the card table. I just push this little button in the locket, Like that. See? Now I'll go outside and try it. It works well, Molly. Let me in now, will you? I forgot to bring the key out with me.
2: All right, I... What did
1: you do to this knob? It came off in my hand. Oh, my gosh. You'll get the key and slide it under the door to me, will you? The box the lock came in. It's on the table there. Oh, dear. Where's the box? Oh, this must be... McGee, there's no key in this box. What? Oh, for the... Hey, raise the window, will you? Uh, Help me through, kiddo. That's it. That's it. Easy now. All the rotten cheap tricks. No wonder that guy didn't want to sell me this lock. There's no key for
2: it. I suppose you wouldn't let him explain that to you.
1: No, it looked like a bargain. My gosh, of all the rotten luck. Front door locked and Hey, there he is. Look. Ain't that Doc Gamble getting out of his car out there? That's the doctor.
2: Who will you look? He's got a girl with him. Ah, so that's his surprise. I wonder who
1: Oh, he is. the sly old <laughs> rascal. <laughs> Thinks he's got a surprise for us, does he? Boy, oh, boy. Hey, Doc. Oh, McGee, for goodness sake. Front door won't open, Doc. Come on over here to the window. What? I have to ask the young lady to give you a leg up, Ducky. If Molly and I can get hold of your shoulders, we can pull you through. And
0: River and Molly will be right back. One of the best ways we know of to relax, get away from your troubles, and forget your problems is to tune your radio dial to the pleasantly entertaining comedy shows that are sent your way every day by the NBC radio network. Tomorrow evening, for example, you'll want to hear another fun-filled session of that zany party game Truth or Consequences starring Ralph Edwards. More times than not, you'll find that there's a good deed behind the comical situations in which Ralph Edwards contestants find themselves. Listen and laugh tomorrow night when it's time for Truth or Consequences. And listen, too, for more family comedy on Father Knows Best, starring Robert Young as Jim Anderson, the beleaguered head of the Anderson household. There's always a riot of fun when Robert Young tries to prove to his radio family that it is Father Who Knows Best. Be sure to hear Father Knows Best tomorrow. The same night, you can hear an entertaining adventure from the Double R Bar Ranch on the Roy Rogers Show. Thursday evening is filled with entertaining radio listening. When you set your radio dial to this, your NBC station. (laughs)
2: It was a nice evening, dearie.
1: Yep. Well, cover the parakeet and let's go to bed. Right. Good night, baby.
2: Go to sleep, baby.
1: Yeah. Go to sleep, Buster.
2: (laughs) We've got to name this bird properly, McGee. You call him Buster. I call him Baby. Let's get a name for him.
1: Yeah, we'll get you a name, Bertie. Now go to sleep, Buster. Good night.
2: Good night, all.
0: NBC has brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble and Frank Gerstle as the hardware man. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Now laugh with Can You Top This on the NBC radio network.